ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله والسلام عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد الحمد لله الحمد لله على نعمه الاسلام والسنه all praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah we continue going over the tremendous book by the fadil al-shaykh al-imam imam bin baz rahimahullahu ta'ala that book which is entitled important lessons for the general masses of the ummah ay durus al-muhamma li'amati al-ummah important lessons for the general masses of the ummah we are still on the chapter which is dealing with those things that necessitate our fear of falling into shirk or the chapter which deals with we should say shirk and the categories of shirk but we are still under the discussion which is surrounding those things that necessitate and require our fear from falling into shirk that we are scared to fall into a shirk the explainer the fadil to shaykh shaykh abdul razaq bin shaykh abdul muhsin al-abbad al-badr hifadhuhumullah ta'ala he brings up a very important point as relates to this topic and it's one that is appropriate for the time that we live in and the era and the age that we find ourselves in this era 
of social media the spread and availability of various forms of technology and so on and so forth lends to an increasement in the danger of an extreme danger that we have to be on our guard as relates to it and take notice to it and really there are a number of lectures that could be given on the proper use of modern technology rules and guidelines as relates to the use of modern technology and in particular social media there are a series of lectures and advices that could be given on this particular topic over these next few minutes we want to look at something from this as the Sheikh he, he brings it up here as it is related to the topic at hand the Sheikh he mentions Sheikh Abdul Razak he mentions كَذَلِكَ مِنْمَا يَسْتَوْجِبُ الْخَوْفِ مِنَ الشِّرْكِ and likewise that which necessitates and requires our fear from shirk our fear from polytheism he said and reflect over this amazing hadith reflect and contemplate over this amazing hadith And I want everyone to reflect and to contemplate. In fact, if you have the ability to get a pen and a paper, this would be a good time to get a pen and a paper so that you may write down this particular hadith because it only increases the fear that we should have for falling into shirk when we understand something of the reality of the level of fitna and the level of danger shirk of shirk the shaykh he says so reflect ponder and contemplate over this amazing hadith dakhla al-nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala sahaba wa hum yatadhakirun al-fitna مخيفة المهمولة العظيمة فتنة الدجال. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he entered upon the companions, and they were speaking about a fitna. They were reflecting over and discussing a fitna, a trial and a tribulation, a fitna. That is extremely terrifying, extremely worrisome, that is frightening, extremely frightening and scary. And that is none other than the fitna of the Dajjal. The fitna of the Dajjal. Allati hiya ashaddul fitan wa akhtaruha wa a'zamuha. 
and the fitna of the Dajjal bila shakku bila raib it is the greatest fitna to ever touch mankind it will be the greatest fitna to ever touch mankind it is a fitna that is extremely dangerous and great and magnificent is a is 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 a very big and tremendous fitna the greatest fitna that will touch mankind the fitna of the dajjal naam but with that being the case i want you to keep this in mind and to bear in mind with that being the reality that the fitna of the dajjal is the greatest fitna to ever touch mankind and this will be the greatest fitna to ever touch mankind the fitna of the dajjal so i want you to bear this in mind the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam faqala alayhi salatu wassalam ana ukhbirukum bima huwa akhwafu alaykum indi min al-masih ad-dajjal the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said shall i not inform you of a fitna that I fear for you more than I fear for you the fitna of the Dajjal so I want us to reflect on this and to think about this statement in the context of what we're speaking about we're talking about the fitna of the Dajjal and this is the greatest fitna that will ever touch human beings it is the greatest fitna that will ever touch the people of the earth and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is saying shall i not inform you of a fitna that i am more scared for you i'm more scared of this fitna for you than even the fitna of the dajjal qulna bala so the sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum they responded by saying of course he said shall i not inform you of that which i'm more scared for you from this thing than the fitna of the dajjal they said of course فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم so the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said الشرك الخفي he said the hidden shirk the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he is explaining to us that he fears for us the fitna of the dajjal but even more so he's more scared for us the fitna of hidden shirk you see because this affair of hidden shirk is extremely dangerous and is a fitna that is very easy to fall into it is a calamity that is very easy to fall into and i want you to bear this in mind in light of what we have forementioned how this is connected and related to modern technology and the advent of social media and its usage in any event the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he went on to explain what is this shirk al-khafi what is this hidden shirk the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave a, a beautiful example he said أن يقوم الرجل يصلي that a man he stands and he prays that a man he stands and he prays or a woman she stands and she prays they're praying 
فيزين صلاته لما يرى من نظر الرجل and then they beautify their prayer because they take notice that someone is watching them okay so i want you to reflect now a person begins their prayer for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they begin their prayer for allah and then they take notice that they are being watched or that perhaps the sight of an individual will fall upon them or that perhaps somebody may take notice to them and watch them so therefore they beautify they add beautification to their prayer this is that shirkun khafi this hadith has been collected by ibn umaja and is on the authority of abu sa'id al-khudri radiyallahu ta'ala anhu and this hadith hassanahu al-albani fi sahih al-jami' shaykh al-albani rahmatullahi alayhi he graded this hadith as being authentic or hasan he graded this hadith as being hasan in sahih al-jami' Shaykh Abdul Razak he mentions he says هذا الذي خافه النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم على أمته this is what the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he feared for his ummah he was scared of this for his ummah تزين تزين الصلاة the beautification of their prayer من أجل النظر رجل إليه because of a person's sight falling upon it meaning because of a person looking at it من أجل النظر رجل رجل إليه because a person looks upon it أو أو تزينه أو تزينه يعني الحج أو تزينه الحج أو العبادة عموما من أجل النظر رجل إليه or that they beautify their hajj or just their عبادة in general because people may see it because people may see it نعم that they beautify their عبادة they beautify their worship so that people may see it or because people are looking and are onlookers to their عبادة so they make it better they make it better they they pray maybe longer than they would have otherwise and what is normal for them they try to beautify their voice even more so than what they normally do or would have done had they not taken notice to the people being in the earshot of them so on and so forth Naam. the shaykh says هذا الأمر صارت خطورته that this affair its its danger sarat khaturatuhu fi zamanina hadha ashaddu min azzaman al-awwal he said that this fear this issue of beautifying one's ibadah it has become more dangerous 
its danger has intensified in our time more than in previous times. I want you to, I'm, I'm going to say that again. I want you to reflect. Listen. The danger of an individual beautifying their worship so others can look at it, it is more dangerous now than it was in previous times. It is more dangerous now than it was in previous times. It's easier to fall into now than it was in previous times. لأنه أصبح كثير من الناس يحمل في جيبه جهاز الجوال وفيه آلة التصوير because why is it more dangerous now? Because many of the people, many of the people, so much so, especially in the developing world and in the first world, right? And even in many parts of the third world. We're talking about countries, whether those be any first world countries, developing countries, or third world countries. Throughout all of these various levels, from the rich and the affluent all the way down to struggling nations you find that most people a lot of the people most of the people they have in their pockets a device a mobile device a cell phone whether it be a smartphone or that which is classified as not being a smartphone you find that one of these things that all of these phones and devices have in common are they all have in them cameras they have in them cameras and this is the cell phone so you can add on to that the tablet right and various other mobile devices that people are carrying around with them that have on it a camera فأصبح كثير من الناس في عباداته في الحرمين. So much so you find that many of the people throughout their worship inside of the haramain, they're in the the haram of Mecca and the Kaaba. They're inside of the masjid of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم in Medina. أو في or in other than those places be it that they are on Arafah being that they are at the Jamarat so on and so forth نعم أكثر ما يهتم به and the most of what they are concerned with is for someone to snap their picture التقاط الصور لنفسه ثابتة أو المتحركة is that the most concern that they have is for someone to take their picture whether that be a still picture or whether that be a video that someone captures their pictures and it is, it is sad and the Sheikh he brings some examples but I myself personally have witnessed this I myself personally have witnessed individuals doing this whether that be in the Kaaba, whether that be inside of the Masjid of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, 
that people will stop and strike a pose as if they're doing an act of worship that they're not doing. They're just doing it for a pose, Yanni. And then their friend takes a picture of them or their family member or whoever take a picture of them while, they in, while they're striking this pose unassumingly, quote-unquote, as if they're making some ibadah and someone just took a picture of them. It's all set up. It's all staged. And then they're doing this. And that becomes the person's most, yani, uh, the most important thing on them. So much so that one time, while making tawaf, billah, I saw a person and he had with them a selfie stick. A selfie stick. Videoing them while they make tawaf, billah. You see? It's, it's horrible. In any event, التي يحدث من ورائها أن يري الآخرين عمله because the, the because the target in doing this is for what is to show others what they're doing like the individual who I witness making tawaf with the selfie stick what is the purpose of doing that is it for himself that they're going to keep this as a record for themselves or was it because they were live streaming so others can see it? Or they were taking a video so they can share it with those who were not present? Or whatever the case it may, it may be, 9 times out of 10, 9 times out of 10, Wallahu a'la wa a'lam, is because they want others to see it. Most of the times when a person doing something like this, it will be unfathomable to say they never showed anyone it. They didn't show it to anyone. They just did it for themselves. They didn't show a soul. They didn't show anyone that recording. Right? That That's very far-fetched. But let's say for the sake of argument, it's in the realm of possibility. And that's why I say nine times out of ten. Okay? Or maybe uh, even less or whatever the case is. Nine and a half times out of ten. Perhaps. Maybe. You know, you give them that, you give them that one or that half that maybe they, they didn't show anyone. They just kept it for themselves. They didn't show anyone. It was for their own record. For yani, Allahu A'lam why. But, it's, but it was just for them. But overwhelmingly. They do this for what? So others can see it. To show other people. To show other people what? What they doing from worship? To show other people what they doing? Do you see? Do you see this level of showing off? Do you see this level of, 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 uh, of showing off that the people are doing as relates to what? Their ibadah. And this is exactly what the Prophet Sallallahu me mentioned This shirk al-khafi This hidden shirk That a man beautifies their prayer Because others are looking That a man beautifies his prayer Because others are looking So now you have individuals beautifying their, their ibadah Because others are looking You see Because do you think that They are Filming themselves Or having others film them Or taking selfies Or having others take pictures of them while doing religious things and they're doing it haphazardly, like they're not really into it. No, they're doing it upon the finest of manners, upon the manners of 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 of, of something that will gain an individual praise by saying, "Oh, mashallah, look, he, you know, mashallah, tabarakallah, look what he was he was making du'a at the Kaaba. Mashallah, he was making tawaf, he was making tawaf. Yeah, you see, where Allah is very dangerous. It's very dangerous. Why? Because when that shirk mixes with that action, it destroys it. The action is gone. It doesn't count. It makes it void. It makes it void. And that is very dangerous. 
that is very dangerous. The Shaykh mentions, he says, حَتَّى شَاهَدْنَا وَشَاهَدَ غَيْرُنَا كَثِيرًا مِنْ هَؤُلَاءَ يَقِفْ عِنْدَ بَعْدِ الْأَمَاكِنِ الْفَاضِلَةِ أَمَاكِنِ الدُّعَاءِ وَالْعِبَادَةِ ثُمَّ يَرْفَعْ يَدَيْ إِلَى هَيْئَةِ الدَّاعِ وَيُصَلِّ أو يعني ويصلح من هيئته ويعوذ بالله ويصلح من هيئته ثم تلقط له صورة. The Sheikh mentions he says we have seen this and other than us have seen this that a person he will stand at a auspicious place. A place of dua and a place of ibadah. They will stand and they will pose. And then they will raise their hands like a person who's making dua. They will raise their hands like a person who's making dua. And then they would get their pose right. Yuslihu min hayati. Yani he would get his pose right. Reposition. A little more to the left. No, put the hands down a little bit. Huh? They would, they would get themselves right. They would position themselves just right. So what? Uh, so a picture could be taken. So a picture could be taken. وَعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ Allah مستعان وَتَنْتَهِ الْمُهِمَّةِ عِنْدَ هَذَا الْهَدِّ And then you find that the foot of their attention will just reach this level. Meaning the only thing that was important for them was to take a picture. It wasn't like they was really wanting to make dua. They was making dua. Then it's like, oh yeah. So and so, take a picture, okay. Then they, then they continue making dua. No, the whole purpose of stopping and positioning themselves was for the picture. Once the picture is over, they walk away. They done. That was it. That was, that was the only he was worried about. Just taking a picture. Just taking a picture. That's it. Hemmuhu, his, his, what was important for him, and tutakata lahu surah andil kaab. His, what was important for him was to take a picture. Why he was by the Kaaba? Wa'iyadu billah. I witnessed this myself personally as well. Where I came between the shot, a person is sitting there and he got his hands raised, and he made me look at him because his hand was raised, like he making du'a, but his back is to the Kaaba. So of course this is strange. Like what? What are you doing? You making du'a and your back is to the Kaaba. So I'm looking at him, and then I realize what was going on. Because he gestured with one of his hands that was in du'a. He took his, his palm and he gestured to me. Get out the way. So he waved me on like, get, hey, get out the way. And then I, then, I, then I see his friend. And his friend is there with the picture, with the, with, the, with, the, with the phone, to take his picture. And once I get out the way, then he snapped the shot. And subhanAllah. And then when he's done, he looks at me and he smiles like, yeah. You know, give me one of them smiles like, ma'alish. One of them type of smiles. I don't know how to describe it other than that. This is horrible. But it's because of the level of ignorance that the Muslims have fallen into. Because I do not believe that that individual did that because he had on his mind, I want to make shirk al khafi. I want to do the hidden shirk. That's not what was on his mind. He didn't think there was anything wrong in what he was doing. He didn't think that there was any problem in what he was doing or that what he was doing was problematic for his ibadah. He didn't believe that. He thought it was okay. Why? Because of the level of ignorance. Of not knowing the dangers of what shirk is. 
and this is from the greatest tricks of the shaitan is that he diverts us from learning he diverts us from seeking knowledge he diverts us from learning those things that would truly benefit us he, 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 he diverts us and distracts us so that we do not learn the dangers of those things that are actually truly dangerous why? because if we don't know where the danger lies then we're liable to step into it unknowingly and this is what the shaitani wants. He wants us to hurt ourselves. He wants us to step into bad situations. He wants us to step into situations where our deeds become null and void, right? Because we're ignorant. We don't know what to avoid. We don't know what to stay away from. And this is why it is incumbent, it is important that the likes of these things are studied and the likes of these things are addressed and they are pointed out so that people know what to avoid. They know what the danger is and why it's dangerous and they know why they should avoid it and then they will avoid it so you won't find a person who understands the reality of shirk of shirk al-khafi doing this they won't do this because they understand the reality and implications of where this can lead and how dangerous it is but but these individuals who do this because they don't know it's because they don't know the shaykh he mentions he says or when they when they buy the jamarat they may take a picture showing that they buy the jamarat or they take a picture and, and make it seem like they throwing something you know what i mean like they stone in the jamarat and stuff like this and maybe they're not they, they already did it but just for the for the for the for the picture you know for the video then you know subhanallah or between safa and marwa they take a picture you know or when they're on Mount Arafah, they may take a picture, yani, or in the vicinity. Subhanallah. Okay. In akhir dalik, until the end of that. Or, yani, in akhir dalik, in Arabic is is the same like, yani, etc., etc. Thumma hadhi suwar, and then it's not the end of these pictures, but yajaluha bisuwarin mukabbira. And then some of these people, they'll take these pictures that they have taken, whether it's on yani, the, from a mobile device or whether it's from an old school camera or whatever it is, but they'll take it back, old school camera, they'll get the picture developed and they blow it up and then they hang it inside their living room or they hang it inside the family room, right? Or they'll take this yani, the picture and they'll you know send it to whatever and they'll get it printed out and blown up and they put it inside the, the, uh, yani, uh, the majlis. They put it inside the family room or they're hanging inside the, the living room, you know, so on and so forth. Or they'll do it for Yani uh album of suwar or they do it so they can put it in a photo album. Naam. They'll do it so they can yani put it inside of a a a a, a photo album, you know, uh, and they keep it like this uh, to the end of it. Naam. And whoever may, you know, may visit him, whoever he may meet or run into, or they visit him, then he show him these pictures. You know, a person visit him, he pull out the album. Hey, let me show you, you know, the last Hajj. Let me show you some pictures from Hajj. Show you some pictures from Umrah, right? And he got these pictures, you know, thrown in there of him, like he making dua, or him, you know, praying. You know, behind Maqam Ibrahim, for example, or something like this. You know, thrown in there. Picture the Kaaba, you know, picture of, I don't know, the hotel. The next thing you know, picture him making dua. SubhanAllah. A'udhu Billah is very dangerous. It's very dangerous, but unfortunately, it's very common. 
Now, this is like, you know, still some of the old school methods. You put it in an album or you put it inside of it, you, know, you blow it up, you put it on the wall. Okay, what about people that put it straight to the Instagram? Upload it straight to the to their Facebook. Put it on Twitter, tweet it out, pictures of them doing, you know, this type of stuff. You, you understand? Oh, subhanAllah. Allah Musta'an. These things are very dangerous. These are from the inappropriates and the misuses of social media. This is from the misuse of social media and this, and this new technology. It's not there for us to be using it in this manner. It's there as an aid and assistance and a convenience in certain affairs. Um, it is not there for us to, to use to destroy ourselves with it. Now, على كل حال الشيخ يوزاني says فالأمر انتفح انفتح عفوا فالأمر انفتح في زماننا هذا بشكل خطير جدا so the affair has broadened it has opened up in our time in a, in a way that is most dangerous it's extremely dangerous because we have in our time now these devices we have in our time these devices and Allah but these devices are, you know are going to get more efficient going to get maybe smaller easier to carry around more user friendly so on and so forth which will make it even more so more dangerous and yani, to the end of it so it's incumbent that we are on our guard as relates to this. And also as, as many of the ulama they mention or some of the ulama they mention as relates to um, this obsession people have to want to share every every aspect of their life with, the, with, with, with strangers online. Because let's, let's be, you know, frank. Well, we don't know frank, but let's be real about the situation. Right? Is that you're sharing all this stuff with people you don't even know anyway. You don't know if they want good for you, if they want harm for you so on and so forth so you find that a lot of the issues a lot of the issues that people are suffering from from hasad from the ill effects of hasad from the ill effects of evil eye right so on and so forth is a result of them oversharing is a result of them putting a picture of them out somewhere you know uh, or a video of them somewhere and then the envious person envies or the one with the evil eye put the evil eye upon them because they was going through their Instagram feed and now they are envious now they develop have hatred and jealousy for this individual because of what they saw on that person's Instagram meaning that what that who was the, who was the source of that problem the person who uploaded it in the first place you understand what I'm saying so we have to be on our guard as it relates to this as well and to understand the ill ramifications and the and, and the bad repercussions that come from this culture of oversharing. The likes of these things is not the proper uses and attendance, uh, yani that which is intended, uh, and how the Muslims should be using social media. It's not there for you to, for lack of a better term, boast and brag, or brag by proxy, per se. I'm not really bragging, I just, you know, I just show whatever. Okay, alright, indirectly brag brag by proxy so on and so forth this is not good this is not good in any which way shape and form and it has bad repercussions 
So this is something to reflect on. So now how much more so when it relates to an act of worship and is that which will yani, get that act of worship rendered null and void or that you fall into the hidden shirk because of an Instagram post. You fall into hidden shirk because you want to share something on Facebook or you want to put it on Twitter. Does, does that make sense? You want to fall into insta you want to fall into hidden shirk because of an Instagram post? You want the action that you just did to be null and void because of an Instagram post? Really? Is it that important? Is that serious? Or is it the case that we don't really understand what is really serious in reality? Because if we understood what was serious in reality, then we wouldn't do these things and we wouldn't uh, put yani, parade in these in these manners because we know that shirkul khafi that's really serious shirkul khafi that's what's serious real for real okay the sheikh goes on and he mentions he says to show how it is worse now because in the old times the one who used to show off that a person had to say something. See, in the first times, the one who wanted to show off, he wanted to show off what had happened at Hajj or Umrah or, or like this. He had to open up his mouth and say something. So he had to sit there and to describe to people what had taken place with his tongue. And for example, he'll sit with the people and he'll say, He'll say, Oh, I went to Mecca and I was at Arafat and I started crying and I was there and I had khushu'ah and I was at the Jamarat and I had to raise my hand up and I was making dua, so on and so forth. In other words, yeah, it's some effort, yeah. Take some effort. You gotta, you know, gather the people, sit them down, and then tell them your story to show off. You see, so that took some effort. So it took it took a lot of effort. So you can imagine that due to the cumbersome nature of it and certain aspects of it, that within itself will be a deterrent. So most people, yeah, they maybe wouldn't even go there and take it there because of the cumbersome nature of it. So thus, it was a deterrent. Right, um, and it will give a person time to pause, to reflect, and to think. Well, yeah, maybe I shouldn't mention this. You understand? Because because it was a process, so they will have time and opportunity to pause and to reflect and and, and to reconsider. Well, maybe I shouldn't tell this story. Okay, that's how I was before. Emelan, but now, muraatun, swamita, dunayatikellam. Now. The person that's showing off, he's quiet. He doesn't even have to speak. He doesn't even have to speak. He will just give them the pictures. Or he'll just give them the video. He'll just give them the device. He'll hey, just take the phone, right? Just take the tablet, scroll through it. Yeah, scroll to your right. <laughs> scroll through the pictures, right? And he don't have to say anything. He don't have to say anything. He don't have to do anything. يَقُولُ أُنْظُرْ He say, hey, just look. Check this out. مَا يَحْتَاجُ أَنْ يَتَكَلَّمْ وَيَشْرَحْ He doesn't have to speak. 
He doesn't have to explain. He doesn't have to go into a lot of detail of what had taken place and what they had done. He doesn't have to, you know, go in, in, in depth and detail about what he did and how he did it. He just sit there quietly or she just sits there quietly, give you the advice and let you scroll through and look for yourself. Before we get into that. Now, this is in the event where you got to give it to somebody, right? There's not a lot of time to think. But even in that, there's time to reconsider. Because you can say, well, maybe I won't give him the phone. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe I won't give you the tablet. Okay? So the time is, is short. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's very, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's short. But in comparison to the first time, it's extremely short. It's, it's no comparison. So now, think about how the time is even further decreased when we post it to Instagram immediately. Think about how the process is further decreased if a person is actually live streaming it. You, you see how dangerous this becomes? Allah Musta'an. The Shaykh he says, even one of the noble brothers, Yani Akhbarani, Annahu Ra'a Shaksan, Kana Ma'a Zamilihi Fil Masjid. He said, one of the noble brothers informed me that he saw a person with his friend inside of the Masjid. Fa'atahu Zamilahu added to a taswir. So he gave his, his friend the device to take a picture. You know, whether whatever that device was, whether he gave him his phone or he gave him a camera or yeah, whatever. He gave his friend the device that takes pictures, that, that will take a picture. Wajalasa Musalli He gave it mind you now, two people in the masjid walking. He gave his friend the phone, then he goes and he sits down. Then he goes and he sits down, uh like he's making to shahud. He goes and he sits down like he's making to shahud. suratan. And then his friend snaps a picture of him. Then he get up and walk away. You see? The only point in him stopping, facing the qibla, sitting down, acting like he's in to shahud, is so a picture could be taken as if somebody caught a picture of him praying. That was it. He posed for a picture. Then he get up and he walk away. The Shaykh is saying this picture, what do you want what do you want what do you need with this picture? What does he intend by taking this picture as if he was praying? And then he says to his friends, He said, This is my picture, and I was praying in the in in the masjid of the Prophet. Subhanallah. Kevin, it's a lie. He's lying. Well, McKenna, you suddenly he wasn't praying. He just sat down so the picture could be taken. And he jealous her. He sat down so they can take a picture of him. Allah Musta'an. Well, Mithluhu, Yani, El Awal, El Ladi, Rafa, Yadehi, Alahi, at Dai. And this is similar to the, the first one. The first example of the person who raised his hands like he was making du'a. The person who raised his hand like he was making du'a. Thumma yaqul, and then he tells to his friends, 
يعني هذا صورتي وأنا أدعو he said this is my picture and I was making dua يعني كذب lies lying ما كان يدعو الله he wasn't making dua until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he only, he only put his hand up like that and posed for a picture he wasn't even making dua aslan to begin with he put his hand up for a picture subhanallah هذه كارثة مصيبة عظيمة جدا the Shaykh, he says, this is a calamity. This is destruction. This is, yani, subhanAllah, this is a extreme calamity. This is a trial, just a tribulation right here. This is a travesty. فبعد هذا الجهد في السفر والنفقة والغربة والتعب يأتي بهذه الأمور التي تحبط عمله. This is a tragedy. Now I want you to think about this now. The Shaykh he says so after all of this effort, after all of this effort the person put in to travel, after everything he spent, all the money that was spent on the trip, from the airplane ticket to the hotel accommodations to the food. From his travel transport back and forth from the airport, leaving the car, overnight parking, whatever. Whatever goes into what needs to be spent. All the money he spent out. Being away from his home. Away from the comfort of his own bed as they say. Right? All of the, all of the tired, the, yani, the, yani, uh, 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 that which will tire you out when on a journey. All of the fatigue that one suffers on, on a journey. And 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 the the aches and the pains of of traveling. After all of that, they're gonna come with something like this, that will render their actions null and void. After all that money, after all that pain and suffering and traveling, after all that, you wanna come with something that will make it all in vain. That will make it all in vain. Because a person doesn't go to Umrah so that the Umrah don't count. A person doesn't go make Hajj so that the Hajj don't count. So they fall into Shirk and Khafi. Huh? You think someone has their intention? I'm going to go make Umrah. I'm going to go make Hajj so I can do Shirk. No. No way. I'm going to go and I'm going to put forth all that effort so it don't count. No. No way. That's not. That's not it at all. But do you see how dangerous this is? Because of that device that's in your pocket. Because of that device that is in your pocket, you can ruin it all. Because of that device that is in your pocket. So it is incumbent that we learn how to utilize technology responsibly under the guidelines of the Deen of Al Islam. This is of extreme importance because the stakes are high. That little thing, it could plunge us into shirk, l'khafi. It could plunge us into minor shirk. And I want you to remember something so that can we put it all into perspective. You know the sins are categorized as major and minor, right? You have major sins, you have minor sins. You with me? Wait. We know that shirk is the greatest of all the sins, period. That shirk is the greatest of all the sins, period. And that includes both categories 
or that includes the categories of shirk because from shirk you know you have major shirk and you have minor shirk okay you have major shirk and you have minor shirk and then you have shirk khafi you have shirk khafi and we're going to get more into that later as relates to where this particular falls inside the overall categories but for now understand that you have major shirk and minor shirk okay minor shirk is only called minor in relation to major shirk because the reality of it is is that minor shirk is worse than the other major sins minor shirk is worse than the other major sins listen minor shirk is worse than the other major sins so minor shirk is worse than fornication minor shirk is worse than murder are you with me now so with an instagram post you can fall into something that's worse than murder with an instagram post you can fall into something that's worse than fornication and adultery with an Instagram post, you can fall into something that's worse than robbery and, and, and stealing and theft. So I want you to understand the magnitude, so you understand the, the, the true scale of things. That's how dangerous it is. That the misuse of a, of a phone could put you into something that's worse than murder. I want you to understand how dangerous it is. This is why it is of extreme importance that... We utilize this modern technology responsibly because the ramifications and the dangers that are therein, then verily there are many. It is a lot. It is terrifying for anyone who has sound mind, anyone who truly has a working intellect. They will realize it's very dangerous. So if you're going to carry it, carry it responsibly. And then the Shaykh he moves on to another aspect of that which should make us extremely scared of falling into shirk. But, bithnilahi ta'ala, we will leave that until the next sitting. فنكتفي بهذا القدر وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا